welcome back to Behind the Birds. It's draft week, everybody. And I'm here, Nader, Nader, Nod, and NG, the kid, Eagles.world, coming at you with my co-host Max. No Jay, no Donovan, unfortunately, today, but we will have the full gang back together on Thursday with our final draft preview. The NFL draft, as you all know, first round is Thursday at 8 p.m. I think it tips off, Max. We yes, have Trevor sir. Lawrence pick. So I mean, really, if we're like thinking about it, it's not gonna tip off to like 8 15, 8 20 because we right. all know the first two and even the three picks. It sounded like Mac Jones is locked in at three now. Yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah. So for this episode, we're gonna be talking about some of the draft rumors, uh predicting who the Eagles might take, talking about number 12, talking about uh, 37. 37, and and hopefully answering some mailbag questions. So Honestly, we can get right to it without further ado. Max, you want to round up some of the news we've been hearing recently, <clears throat> NFL and uh, Eagles and otherwise? Uh, I'll stay away from the NFL a little bit. I mean, we did hear today, Jay sent us a tweet. Schefter, apparently on one of those ESPN shows, did say they are circling in on Mac Jones at three. So that's honestly a good thing for the Eagles. More teams likely to trade up now for Fields and Lance to get them picked in front of the Eagles pick, which could drop a player like a J.C. Horn. I doubt Sertain drops a 12, but like a Patrick Sertain, something like that, you know, or Jalen Waddle. All right, but yes, let's look through some. We got a few rumors this morning. We got Peter King dropped his mock draft with some rumors. We got Albert Breer with the MMQB. Even Jeremy Fowler said some stuff. All right, so I'm going off my post. We have Adam Kaplan said that Zach Ertz will be traded by either by the start of the draft, which would be Thursday at 8, as you said, or by the end of the draft. So I know we've mentioned on the podcast, we've seen it through some other mock drafts too. Keep an eye on Ertz being in a package to possibly move up in the draft, whether it's from 12 to 8 or 9, or whether it's from like 37 to get up into the first round again. So keep an eye on that. But then multiple different reporters have said that the Eagles want to trade up in the draft, which would likely be for certain. So like you're looking at Carolina, we've heard could be a possible trade back candidate. Broncos, we've heard could be some trade back candidate, but I doubt they do if Lance or Fields is on the board. But keep an eye on Eagles and Carolina because again, going back to the Ertz thing, Carolina needs a tight end. What better tight end to give them a veteran option than Zach Ertz? Um. Yeah, on, on that report, uh, yeah, Kaplan also mentioned that that it, it makes sense for the Eagles to try to deal him before the draft because if you wait until after, uh, teams might fill their need at tight end, uh, and yeah. so you might see we the Eagles. Value. I, I think honestly, Eagles might be content, you know, waiting until Thursday afternoon, and then maybe pulling the trigger to like nine once it becomes a little clearer what the board is going to look like. I think teams get a pretty good sense of how things are going to fall on draft day. Um, I could also see them waiting until the first round's over, realizing they're not going to use him, move up and dealing him for like a fifth. But yeah, keep an eye on that. Almost certainly Ertz will not be an equal by the end of the draft. Yes. And to keep going on, we got Albert Breer with his whole MMQB this morning, which always is very informative. Uh, he said to keep an eye on Jalen Waddle, which I think we've all been saying for a while too. It's just more the fact of would they, one, either trade up for him or two, would he even get to 12? And I don't think he'd get to 12. I think you're in the same boat. Don't think he's going to make it to 12. But, I mean, a lot of things can happen. You know, I think Detroit's in Miami are the two spots definitely to watch him. And if Miami gets a hold of Pitts, which is possible if Atlanta doesn't take him at four, then keep an eye on Waddle. But then if they do get Pitts, Detroit's definitely a team to watch for Waddle. But then we also heard rumors of them possibly trading back with the Chargers and the Patriots for a quarterback and the Chargers for a Penny Sewell, obviously. 
Um, Peter King also, or Albert Breer also said Rashawn Slater is a guy they really like. And we've heard that. I mean, honestly, all these rumors have given us really nothing because they've shown so many different out options for the Eagles, which kind of sucks, but we like rumors anyway. It gives us content. And then Peter King said, don't rule a trade down with New England who could look to get up if there's a QB at 12 or Devontae Smith because apparently King said they're smitten with Smith. A little play on words there, but so that's pretty much like, I feel like that's like the gist of all the rumors. I mean, we've heard uh, another one from a few days back. Wisconsin Whitewater Center, Quinn Miners, apparently he went on the Jeff Schwartz's podcast and said that the Eagles are have been showing one of the most one of the teams that have been showing the most interest in him. Great player, Jay, very Jason Kelsey esque. So yeah. I would be very happy with him. Uh, he he's he's figures to be second, maybe if they're lucky, third round target. Um, yeah, might be a, a, a trade back second guy. Right, right. And a note on all these uh, all these rumors. I think. Um, it's best to take everything with a grain of salt and you know, there's a reason a lot of these things are leaking. Usually it's agents trying to uh, boost their players draft position or, or it's maybe creating smoke screens. The Eagles, I think do have a good incentive to smoke screen their pick. I mean, we saw uh, there was a rumor that there, that there are people in the Eagles building who like Justin Fields. I mean, yeah, I saw that. Who was like, that? I saw him, Todd McShay. Yeah, come on. Obvious. First of all, obviously, there are people in the Eagles room who probably like everybody in the draft. I mean, that's the whole point of having multiple guys in the room is that you talk about prospects like this. Of course, of course, Justin Fields, a consensus first round, hopefully, usually, probably top ten pick, is going to have fans so. in the Eagles building, right? Um, but the Eagles told you exactly where they stand on this quarterback craft when they class when they drop back from six to 12. I've been telling people all day, there's no such thing as a value pick at quarterback. And I think Brandon Lee Gowden's been making this point, BGN radio. There's no such thing as waiting until 12. And if a guy is there, you're like, well, I guess we have to take him now. He didn't make sense to take him at six, but we could take him at 12. If you believe in a quarterback, you go up and you get your guy, you leave no doubt. There's no such thing as being indifferent on a guy or think liking Justin Fields, but not enough to trade up. And if he falls in your lap, you take him. That's not how it works with quarterbacks. That happens with a lot of other players. Sure. But not with quarterbacks. If the Eagles believed in Justin Fields, if they thought this guy was worth a first round pick was worth trading, was they'd worth the first six. round. Pick. Yeah. They'd stay at six or they would go up. They tried to get up to number two and number three for Zach Wilson. They couldn't. So they drop down and they're going to let Jalen Hurts ride for a year. That's why they have three, two and a half, three first round picks next year. So they have the ammo to make that selection, make the move up when it, they want to. So I'm just saying, keep an eye out on that. I I, I don't think there's any chance the Eagles leave the first Neither round. Neither do I. But I mean, McShay also went on to say that the Eagles are like the wild card right now. Nobody really yeah. knows what direction they're going in. They could go up. They could go down. They could stay at 12. But even if they stay at 12, you have no idea who they're going to take right now. We've heard Derek Gunn a few weeks back said it could be cornerback or wide receiver is what he's guessing. We've heard people say they really like Alabama defensive tackle Christian Barmore. You know, Howie's mentality is a big defensive offensive lineman guy. So could it be Barmore, Quiddy Pay, uh, Rashawn Slater? Nobody has any idea the direction the Eagles are going in. Yeah. It's a little different than in recent years, honestly. Speaking of which, I'm going to read you, Max, some, uh, some odds, some – Betting uh, yes. odds on the draft right now. I, I can't bet in South Carolina, but I would love to. Here, let me hear. Um, we have so I've got two different lines right now for number three overall. Mac Jones on DraftKings is at DraftKings. Mac Jones at minus three hundred five, heavy favorite. Jeez. Uh, and that means it's right, but 
on points bet, he's minus 225. So it doesn't seem like Mac Jones is the guy. And I think the What's comments you saw at? earlier, Trey Lance plus 180 on one site and plus 225 on DraftKings. Uh, yeah. Justin Fields plus 700. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it, Fields is to go third. Right. I mean, Rappaport confirmed it last night. Yeah, and I mean, like, even the press conference you saw today, uh, John Lynch basically said, you know, uh, this is Kyle Shanahan's pick when everybody gets upset. Uh, look at Kyle Shanahan, which was kind of funny to me, but uh, it does seem like it's going to be Mac Jones at number three, which Mac, Mac, Mac said earlier is, is probably helpful for the Eagles. It leads to teams being interested in that Falcons pick maybe later on moving up to ensure all five quarterbacks go in the top 10. If there's a guy that would slip, I would bet it's Mac Jones. He's probably the worst out of all five. I could also see Trey Lance slipping just because he hasn't had a ton of experience and he's North Well, I think you have to think about here. You know for a fact the top three picks a quarterback. So right now, based on what we're hearing, we know it's going to be Lawrence, Wilson, and then we think three is going to be Jones. And just based off what we're hearing from outside sources and whatever, Jay's has some source in the Falcons apparently. Who fucking knows? And four sounds like it's going to be Pitts right now. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and it's something Atlanta has gotten an offer that they've even considered. Pitts is minus three one thirty five to go for on a points bet. Yeah. Okay. So let's keep going. Five. So, five, so most likely Jamar Chase. Five is most likely Jamar Chase, and uh, Jamar and Chase is minus one sixty seven to go top five. But here's the thing: as is Trey Lance. So that's what I find interesting about this. Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and Trey Lance all have minus odds to go top five, which is just, you know, that's honestly just the marketplace telling you that uh, they're going to make money off of this no matter what, because all oh, yeah, four no guys chance. can't go five. But anyway, uh, then if five, it's going to be Jamar Chase. Six is going to be, did we say Pitts at four? Pitts at four. Six right now looks like it's going to be, I've been hearing, look, we've heard a lot of Jalen so Waddle. Here's maybe? what I'm doing. If, if, I'm, if I'm the Miami right now, I'm calling up the Broncos and saying, hey, you guys want a quarterback. We know that. Right come up just throw us like a third round pick you move down three spots okay let's say the then you let's say broncos go up to six take trey lance let's say so field is still on the board technically then you have seven you have um detroit and detroit i maybe they take a wide receiver but even here detroit could trade back too you have we've heard the chargers want to go up to get sewell and we've heard the patriots want to go up to get fields so that, that's a trade back candy. But even even if they stay there, you got Waddle or Smith, or you have Sewell. So where would you go if you're, if you're the Chargers? I mean, personally to me, I'd go Sewell. I also would go Sewell. Yeah. So let's say they go Sewell. Then eight, you have the uh Bron- or the Panthers. Panthers, yeah. And Panthers, another trade down candidate, specifically the Eagles could be a trade down candidate with them. But let's just say the Panthers stay there. The Panthers take, my guess would be. In this case, Slater, Slater or Waddle, honestly. Yeah. Even yeah. So Slater or Waddle, but then you're Miami. You're sitting at nine, and you're going to get one of those two Alabama wide receivers, right. which they both like so much, and Tua likes so much because he's worked with both of them. Right. So it's not a bad idea for Miami to if yeah. they're sitting at six with no Chase and no Pitts on the board to call up uh, who's the Denver GM George Payton. Be like, hey, let's make a trade. Right. And, and Jay in our, in our group chat shot down my, my other trade proposal, but I think this one makes a lot of sense for all teams. And if they haven't pursued it, they probably should. Atlanta drops down to six or, or really the way this would work is that Denver comes up to six with Miami and then Atlanta drops down to six. Denver gets up to four to take their pick of Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Atlanta gets to stay at six, take Kyle Pitts at six. 
and Miami drops down to nine, like Max said, which is a good spot for them. So uh, Kyle Pitts over under draft right now, 5.5, which makes sense. He's either going to go take, four. I'll take the under. Yeah, he's either going to go four to Atlanta or he's going to go six to Miami. Um, here's an interesting one. We're, we're jumping, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but here's an interesting <clears throat> one. Asante Samuel Jr. under 37.5 is his over under. I'll take the under. The Eagles pick 37th. So basically what this is telling you is that they think What's the Eagles the under are the pivot point. What's the minus 112? Mm, I would take the under. I'd slam 20 bucks on that. Yeah, I mean, look, I think Santa Samuel would be a great pick at 37. You know, if no, the Eagles I agree with up, that. I don't think yeah. he's going to be there at 37. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the question. On I think he's coming off the board right after. So I think he's going to be cornerback five in this draft. I think it's going to go Sertan Horn, one and two. Yep, and then Farley, Farley and Newsom, Newsom three and yeah. four, and then Samuel's going to be five. And I think there's a very real chance that's the end of the first round. Yeah. So speaking of which, Asante Samuel Jr. right now on DraftKings to go first round is at even odds. So they think he's going to be right around that 10 29, 10. 30, 31. So honestly, I could see the Eagles because, and and we're going to talk about this, but honestly, I'll make this note now. The Eagles have 11 picks in this draft, okay? One thing we have not mentioned in this draft cycle that I think is important is that next year's class is going to be better than this year's class. The NCAA gave everybody an extra year of eligibility because of the pandemic. Not as many prospects declared this year. Yeah, no, I would agree with that on the exception of the quarterbacks. There's not many good quarterbacks. Yes, yes. but in terms of like the overall class. Yeah, overall class, I agree. But also going back to the quarterbacks real quick, the Eagles could very well be in the quarterback market next year. Right. You do see these guys coming out of left field to be these top prospects like Zach right. Wilson, Trey Lance, even Carson Wentz three or four years ago, five years yeah. ago. Yeah. But yeah. So, but but generally speaking, the draft is going to be deeper next year. It's going to have more players. Yes. And so you're going to see teams try to angle to get late round picks next year instead of this year. The other thing that I would say is that making 11 picks is sort of ridiculous for the Eagles, especially when Won't five happen. or six of them are on the third day. That's why I think a lot of people think they could possibly move back up in the first round using one of those thirds. Exactly. So I think one thing that would be interesting is if the Eagles sitting at 37, Asante Samuel Jr. is on the board at like 34. Even 31, honestly. Like, yeah. the Eagles have made trades with the 100%. Ravens in the past. They got Definitely. a relationship there. And, and, and the thing with the Eagles, too, if you look at the draft order, a lot of the teams in front of them, like in the second round, they have the same needs. You have yeah. the Jets picking in front of you, and the Jets need a cornerback and wide receiver still. You have the Jags who are going to want a wide receiver. They just signed Shaquille Griffin, so I doubt they go cornerback that early in the second. But, the, you know, you get Trevor Lawrence in the first, or the first overall, and then you have, I think the Jags have another first rounder, like 25 or something. So if they don't go wide receiver there, they could very well go wide receiver early first round or second right. round. Right. So these so, teams in front of them have the same needs. I so think the Eagles beneficial. will be active in working the phones and seeing if they can turn some of their late – their late day three picks into uh, assets to move up. You know, if, if you told me I could get up to 34 to get Asante Sammy Jr., it'll cost me a fifth round pick. 100% I'm pulling the trigger on that. Um, or, or even like, you know, uh, if I'm going from 37 to 31 and it costs me a fourth and two sixths, I mean, like, that's totally fine with me. Right. So I, I, I that's a guy the Eagles should be targeting. And, and we'll get into some of the guys we like later. Um, but, a guy to keep an eye on, and thirty-seven point five, I think, is an interesting over/under given the. I think I I slam that under. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I don't see any cornerback even coming close to going before. I think there's a big gap between Samuel and another corner. Not a big gap, but maybe Stokes. I mean, I saw Benjamin. Yeah, Stokes, Stokes is Stokes, pretty good. Thirty-two to the Eagles. The Eagles traded up for Stokes at thirty-two. I just don't. I wouldn't. 
Sam, Sam was the only cornerback I'd trade back into the first round for. Let's put it that way. Yes. Assuming Newsom and Farley go before like 23, 24. Right, right. Uh, but, let me read you some more over-unders. Yeah, I've got Patrick Sertan over-under at 10.5. Under. Makes sense. We think he's going to go to Dallas. Devonta I think Smith. Dallas, yeah, we'll talk about it later, actually. Yeah, Dallas the latest will go. Yeah, Devonta Smith over-under 11.5. That's a good one. Over. Over. I think New York is a serious candidate there. I don't think I think he's going over. Jalen Waddell, same over under eleven point five. I think under. Under. I'll take the under on that one. Michael... I'm coming back to this podcast, by the way, Thursday night. And I'm gonna see how many <laughs> got right. Micah Parsons over under twelve point five. Over. Over. I agree with you. I think There's the no only place I think the only way like nine. Not even nine. I don't think the Broncos will take him. I think the Giants. That's the team I think. Yeah, that's a good point. I think the Giants could totally take him. Yeah, but I don't think they should. I think it'd be a kind of like, not a waste of a pick, but I think it'd be better for them to you know go with either J.C. Horn or yeah. Patrick Sertain or even Devontae Smith or Waddle through there. J.C. Horn is as uh, thirteen and a half, which I think is crazy. He's definitely I'll slam going the under. under. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see the Eagles passing on him at twelve. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we have here. Do, 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 do. Team to draft Devonta Smith. The Giants are favorites at plus 260. Eagles are third favorite at plus 300. And... Dude, someone's definitely going to slap like $1,000 down on one of these bets. There's not maybe not the Devonta Smith one, but one of these random teams to player bets and win like 10 grand. Yeah. I mean, but people who bet like that. Oh, they have the money to spend. But... They got the money to spend, and they do that for a lot of different picks. So, all right, let's look at, let's look at here. I have... On DraftKings, here's the last thing we'll do with uh, with odds, and then we'll get into uh, a game that we've come up with. But uh, Philadelphia Eagles draft odds on DraftKings. I'm going to read you in order players most likely they have as Eagles. You tell me if they, you did think these are crazy or accurate. All right, let me hear it. Number one, actually, we have a three-way tie for number one. Can I guess? Go. Sertain. Yep. Horn. Yep. Waddle. No. Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith. So all really? three, the top three are Horn, <clears throat> Smith, and Sertain, all at plus three hundred. So not a lot of certainty there, and I think those are the right. No, I three. think that's how it's been the whole yeah. offseason draft season because yeah. nobody knows. We haven't heard the Eagles are really interested in a first round prospect. We've heard they're I mean, really interested in Louisiana Tech running back Israel Tucker, who's going to go undrafted, and we've heard they're really interested in Quinn Miners, who's not a first round pick, at least not a uh, twelfth overall pick. I would go, I would honestly shorten Horn and Sertan's odds. I don't think having Smith at this, I don't think the Eagles are going to have Smith at the same level as Horn and Sertan. If both of them are gone, I think he's an option, but I don't think he'll be at the same level. So following that was the other guy Max mentioned, Jalen Waddle at plus 500. Makes sense. Which is interesting. I I, th- I would think that they, the Eagles, I think have Waddle over Smith, but I, I'm, I'm not sure, certain of, of that. I think the Eagles have Waddle over Smith. Neither guy, Ben Solak well, did a good episode. Yeah. Ben Solak did a good episode on uh on BGN radio talking about which players fit the Eagles buckets. You know, they love athleticism, they love players who have started a lot uh in college. And neither Waddle or Smith checks those boxes, partially because neither of them did athletic testing. Uh, but Waddle specifically does not have a ton of starts in college, although he is super athletic. Uh, Smith has a ton of, uh, has, has the athletic testing. I mean, he didn't test, but you would assume Smith has the athletic testing and he has the starts in college. The problem is, uh, the height. So that would be maybe a reason. I mean, the weight, excuse me, a reason the weight, yeah. 
stay away. So you want to guess who is number five <clears throat> on this list? Mm. So we went, okay. It's Horn, Smith, Sertan, Waddle, and we're at number five, plus 700. Slater? Slater is sixth. All right, so it's a quitty pay. It's not quitty pay. Christian Barmore? Not Christian Barmore, who's Penny not on Sewell. this list. Not Penny Sewell. Farley? No. You're not going to like this. I don't like it. Fields. Micah Parsons is the fifth <laughs> likeliest the guy need. to. Yeah. Based off the I, need. No, no Eagles fan is betting Micah Parsons is the team's first pick. So that's sort of a ridiculous line. But I'm We're all smart enough Parsons. to know we don't value the linebacker that way. Right. Slater Second is round okay, maybe, but not first round. Slater is plus eight hundred six. I think that's a pretty good value bet. If he's at twelve, the Eagles are taking him. That's what we've heard all all offseason. That's what we've heard. I, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be available at twelve. That's the thing. I don't think he's. Gonna, I think if he gets to eleven, the Chargers move up. Be ten or eleven, the Chargers. I think the Chargers might move up to seven to get Sewell. Maybe. I think. I think if he's at twelve, the Eagles take him. We'll see. I mean, mm, he's got I, positional versatility. Yeah, that's Depends good. I mean, I don't think they take also, him over Sertan. Eagles, yeah, it's also if the Eagles go up to get Sertan, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then after that is Kyle Pitts and Penny Sewell, who uh, are long odds because they're not going to be yeah, there. They won't be there. Max mentioned uh, Christian Derrissaw. No, you didn't mention Derrissaw. You mentioned I did not Barrymore. Mention, I mentioned Barrymore. Barrymore. So Derrissaw is next on this list, followed by Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay at plus 1,400 is fantastic odds. If you can bet and you do bet, I would put – you know, five dollars. Probably, if they end up moving back, that's probably one of their top options. Hundred percent. I think he's an option at twelve if the right guys are off the board. I mean, they they are. Yeah, I, we don't have to get into quitty pay, but but no, the Eagles fans I, would be outraged. Most likely won't be, but yeah, yeah. Then we have Jamar Chase, Jeremiah Osuwu, Koromahu, Trey Lance, Jalen Phillips, Elijah Vera Tucker, Caleb Farley, Justin Fields, Greg Newsom, Mac Jones, Kadarius Tony, and Rashad Bateman. Quite yeah. a list. Wait, so what, you probably don't even know the answer. What happens if the Eagles trade back into the first round and take Bateman? Do I still win my money? No, this is the fir- team's first draft pick. Oh, first draft first pick. First draft okay. pick. It doesn't even say okay. 12, which is why I think pay is a great – because if they trade down, this, this I think this bet still cashes. But I think, we'll Yeah, no, yeah, still first draft pick. Yep, yep. 100%. Uh, in terms of position of the Eagles' first draft pick, wide receiver is the top one, followed by cornerback, both of those plus 130, plus 175 respectively. And then way fall off on offensive lineman's nest at next at plus 600, which I guess makes sense. You, you know, you, you'd think that, uh, yeah, but you would think it would maybe put linebacker then because the Parsons, and yeah, Parsons that's Slater. A good, point. I don't know. good point. Defensive lineman's at plus 1000 and linebackers at plus 1100. Yeah. I don't bet money on the Eagles. It's not a good look. It's not. I agree with you. Offense is slightly favored to be the Eagles first pick. Okay. So there is our, uh, there is our, little roundup of the betting odds. Let's see. Do we have anything else we want to mention before we get into our snake draft, Max? I mean, no. I mean, I feel like just before, talk about the Eagles moving up, possibly. I think the only way they move up in this draft is if somehow one, there's two options here. If somehow one of Kyle Pitts or Chase fell to like eight, and that's just not going to happen. Or... They could also look to both the Broncos and the Panthers, Sertan, to get in front of the Cowboys. We've heard multiple. I think Peter King actually mentioned. I think Peter King said, look at the Eagles possibly getting in front of the Cowboys to take Sertan before them. So that Sertan 10 and a half under looks great, honestly. I yeah. Have some money on that. 
I don't think the Eagles are going to move up, but I could see it. I could totally see it. I think they're more likely to move down, maybe to 15. And in fact, honestly, I would advocate for them moving down to 15. If Horn and Sertan are gone, I would say move down to 15, and that would be 12, 13, 14, 15. You would know who the Patriots are taking. Let's say the Patriots are taking a quarterback. You would need three guys on your board that you're comfortable taking. I would say... Smith, you're comfortable taking Elijah Vera Tucker. I would be very happy with at 15. Yeah. And Barmore, Quiddy Pay, Aziz Ojalari. another good player I like, but fans will hate. Yeah, that's right. I mean, would you take Barmore over Quiddy Pay and Ojalari? I have both of them ranked <clears throat> higher than Christian Barmore. Repeat the question. Who do you, who would you, of these three guys, how would you rank them? Quiddy Pay, Aziz Ojalari, and Christian Barmore. I'd probably put, I'd probably put Barmore one. Really, interesting. I just, I think Barmore is going to be a force in the NFL. Yeah. And I also think next year it could give you a little bit of flexibility in the sense of, you could probably get a fat package for Fletcher Cox if he, if you decide to move on from him. Right. And then if you have Barmore to step right into that starting role next to Hargrave, think about it. Yeah. I'm not saying let's be. Before anyone takes this my words out of my mouth, I'm not saying trade Fletcher Cox. Right. I'm just saying if they were to think about that, because we've heard rumors in the past. But <clears throat> I'd probably go Barmore, Pay, Ojolari. I think Barmore, there's Pay, Ojolari. I don't really see the hype in Ojolari over Pay. If the Eagles trade down in the early 20s and take Ojolari, I won't be mad. But if they take him at 12, I'd probably flip out. The the argument I think is just production. Ojolari had a ton of production. Pay did not. Uh, yeah, but, but Pay projects yeah. better at the next level. I have him as slightly ahead of. As pays, a pays very Brandon Graham esque. Yeah. See the video he posted on Twitter yesterday. He looked like a cornerback. I did not. I'll tell but you. But yeah, he's very athletic. It. Very athletic. I'll show. Okay. I'll send it to you. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, because we want to do the snake draft, we'll do the snake draft and then we'll do a, a mailbag. So we're stealing this idea. I mean, this has been all over the place. I think Birds with Friends did it. BGN Radio did it. But basically, we're gonna do. Max and I are gonna go back and forth. Uh. Should we do a snake or should we just go back and forth? It's only two of us. Only two of us. Let's go back and forth. We'll just go back and forth. Crazy. Okay. We'll go back and forth picking guys we think are going to be the most likeliest players to be Eagles uh, on either day one or day two. So we're going to go, you know, let's say you want to go 10 players each, Max? Yeah. Okay. We'll go 10 players each uh, and we're going to extend into the second day. Um, talking about players that we think are most likely to be Eagles. And so, honestly, we can jump right in. I might write this down just, just so we can come back and take a look at it afterwards. Um, yeah, but... and I'm pulling up. Let me pull up. I'm pulling a quick list of draft players so I don't forget anybody. Yep. And then, Max, you can have the first pick. First pick sitting at 12. I'm assuming we're putting guys like Kyle Pitts off, guys we know won't be there. You can or... take him, but this is just your prediction of who you think is the likeliest players to be. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so no, I'm not going to touch Pitts or Chase. Yeah. Likeliest at one, I'll go with J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn at number one. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think he is the most likely player. To I'd be say just... Sertan, but I just don't I just don't see them actually pulling off the trade to go up. And they very well could, but right, as of right now, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Well, with that being said, I'm going to take Patrick Sertan because if no, he's there, they're going to take yeah, him. It makes so, sense. Uh, he's going to be my first pick. And then back to you for number two. I'll probably go with Waddle. Waddle. Yeah, I think that's a very solid one. Uh, and so that leaves Devonta Smith for me. I'm actually going to 
should I give you Devonta Smith? No, I'll take. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna take Quiddy Pay. Take Quiddy Pay as my second pick. I I think the Eagles have Devonta <laughs> Smith on the board, but I think if he's the only guy, I, I just don't see the scenario in which he's an Eagle because if he's the only guy left on the board, I could 100% see them just trading back and taking Quiddy Pay as he's Ojolari, something like yeah. that. Well, I'm not going um, with Devonta Smith either. So okay, interesting. I'm gonna go with Sean Slater. Rashawn, that's a great pick. Rashawn Slater, we talked about it earlier. We think if he, I think at least if he's there, the Eagles are going to take him. Uh, it depends on the board for me. Yeah. Okay. So Rashawn Slater three. That means I have to take Devonta Smith at this point. I, feel like I you think. Do, yeah. Yeah. So that's Devonta Smith at three. Here you go. Act Max for four. Uh, I'm probably. <sighs> I'm going to throw it to Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore. Barmore. Does he have an I on his name? Does is it a Barmore? No. No, it's B A R M O R E. B A R M O R E. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Christian Barmore. You want to say a word about him? Yeah, he's just a big guy. You know, he can get to the quarterback. He's good at the run game. Will be a presence on the defensive line, and we also know how he loves his interior. Or he loves his defensive lineman and his offensive lineman. So it would make sense. It wouldn't surprise me if the Eagles come out of day one with a defensive lineman, in particular, Barmore or Pay. And you yeah, Pay, and so. And do you think that he is – he's a trade-down guy. I, I really don't think they would take him at 12, right? Um, oh, I, I would say yes, but I also think if you're not getting a trade-down, let's say for some reason Devonta Smith goes – let's say um, Sertan goes – uh, let's say Sertan goes 8 to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Waddles go in 7. Or let's say Waddle goes 6. To the Dolphins, Sewell goes seven. Slater goes nine. Smith goes eleven, and then Horn goes ten. You're looking at Pay or Barmore there, and obviously, I don't think that actually is going to happen. But right, right. yeah. You know. Okay, good. All right, Christian Barmore at four. I suppose. Let's see who that leaves for me. I think. Pulling up my big board here. I think I'm going to have to go with. I'm going to go with. Aziz Ojolari. Highly productive edge rusher. Uh, I think he's an Eagles trade down target. If they don't get pay, I think they're going to be happy with Ojolari. I think Barmore is a good choice in terms of likeliest over Ojolari, but I think he's going to be on their board. So back to Max for number five. So do you want me to stay with the first round? or Up to you. Up to you. I'm probably going to move towards the second round, honestly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with... Oof. Let me see here. I'm going to go with... How about Nick Bolton? Nick Bolton. Missouri linebacker. Missouri linebacker. He's an option at 37. Really good player. There's a lot of linebackers in that range that I think the Eagles are going to be interested in, especially if some of them drop out of the first yeah. round. Like Jamin Davis, I think, yeah. is probably going to go first round. But I think Jamin Davis is the late first, early second. So I had him going to the Eagles at 37 in my mock draft today. So that's there very possible he's there at seven. Yeah. At 37. I'm going to take Elijah Vera Tucker, and then I'm going to shift to the second round uh, because I think he is definitely an Eagles-type player. Same with that versatility. He is a perfect guy to start next year once you you know offload Brandon Brooks, 
or Jason Kelsey retires, he can slide in for Kelsey or Sayamalu. I don't think he's really center, like but yeah, see if Sayamalu center, then takes the guard swagger. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like Vera Tucker. I, there's no way the Eagles take him at 12, but I think if they drop down to like 17, 18, and Ojolari, Barmore, Pay are all gone, they, they would be looking at Vera Tucker. Yeah. All right, I'm going... I'm going Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida. Yes, sir. Kadarius Tony. So he's another option at 37. I think he's going to make it to 37. I don't know if that's an upset. Mm. But Bateman goes probably first round. I think and... Bateman goes first round. I think Tony could go late first, is where I guess he would yeah, go. Yeah, that's a good point. We, yeah, that's, okay. He's a, he's a guy I've seen the Eagles trade back up for in the late first to get, though. That's right. why I'm picking him. That's what, what I think could happen with him. Right. We'll get to this player later. I'm going to take him soon, but I'm going to take Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, there you go. Um, just because the Eagles have such a hole at cornerback and it makes so much sense given his scheme fit. Uh, we mentioned earlier that over under is 37. So seems like the perfect guy that the Eagles would be targeting. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. That's an interesting pick. I don't think he's going to be I, there at 37. Neither do I. I think it'd be a trade up, but I've heard so many. I've heard Bateman going as high as. 18 to the Dolphins. Mm, so potential they, trade down in the first round yeah, to the 20s. But yeah. I've heard Adam Kaplan said last week or two weeks ago, he thinks Bateman's going to be there at 37. Interesting. I think, I think NFL teams value him so differently that it really depends on the team and where they pick. If he's at 37, the Eagles should run take, the card up. Yeah. I mean, unless uh, they take Devontae Smith or Waddle 12. Even then, I would consider it, honestly, depending on who else is on the board. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Best way to... Qual- quality over quantity or quantity yeah. over quality at this point. I'm going to take Terrace Marshall Jr. It's a good one. LSU's wide receiver, big body, fits exactly what the Eagles like, and and I think he'll 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 he's more likely to be there at 37 than any of the other guys we've mentioned. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm going to run it back to cornerback. I'm going to go um, Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes is a great pick. Yeah, he was going to be the next guy off my board. Uh, Eric Stokes, cornerback. A little undersized, right? Am, am I am I wrong in saying no, that? A little undersized, but the dude's a quick. He's not. Uh, he's a Jalen. He's not Jalen Mills, where he's gonna get burned on a double route. Jalen Mills can't stay with a uh, wide receiver. Eric Stokes is pretty glue like, and he's got that speed to go down the field with the fast. Okay, wide so he's he's six one one eighty five. So he's not he's not tiny by any means. No, he's, no, he's no, no. Very quick. Um, so great athlete. Exactly the type of guy the Eagles would be interested in. So Eric Stokes off the board. Uh, we have, I've got three more picks. Max has two. Let's see. I'm going back to my board. See who the Eagles could be targeting here. I've got a few other guys. I am tempted to go. I'm going to go Carlos Basham. It's a good one. I love Basham. I think Basham is going to be there at 37. I think he's so the type I. of guy the Eagles like, uh, and at, at a position of need, which is, uh, edge. So I'm a big boogie Basham guy. Love him at 37. I wouldn't be mad with if he somehow slips to the third round. I would oh, run that, that would card be incredible. In. Yeah, I don't think he will. But all right, go back to me. I'm gonna go with Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners, the aforementioned, right? Yeah, maybe not second round, but third round. I think he will be. I think there's a very high chance the Eagles do end up taking him. Interesting. I like dropping back into the third round. I'm gonna go with. I might upset you a little bit here. This might be. That's it. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until the last pick to take this because you're not gonna take this guy. I hope I take him. Game theory, you're not gonna take him. I probably will um, Let's see. I'm I'm picking here. I'm I think I'm gonna go back to defensive line. <clears throat> Jason yeah. Oa is gonna be gone, is my bet. 
Yeah, uh, I think he's going to play first. Probably Joe Asai first. is gone as well. Mm, he could be there. Maybe he could be there. Yeah, you're, yeah possibility. Maybe. maybe. Um, let's see. I don't want to take. I don't want to take a linebacker because I don't think the Eagles are. Gonna, I'm going to take. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to dip into the third round wide receiver pool and go there's two guys i love in the third round really i'm not i'm not gonna take a wide receiver so i'll tell you the other guy if you don't care. i think i'm gonna go nico collins oh that wasn't even one of my two wasn't even well, who did no, you have i do like nico collins because i'm a michigan fan though okay but, <clears throat> uh my two guys in the third round for wide receivers are amon ross st brown the usc wide receiver yeah yep. and tylen wallace though yeah tylen wallace yep. big tylen wallace guy but that's yeah there's a lot best. of guys in the third round that would make sense i i also i looked at duami brown is probably going to be gone but uh, i've seen josh palmer palmer's good and i've seen him skyrocketing boards apparently like i heard he could mm, be a third round pick interesting I put him in my mock draft Dwayne eskridge amari rogers Dwayne. Dwayne eskridge is very Jalen regular like so i don't think the eagles will take him though and even looking further down seth williams tutu atwell simi fahuku she Smith, K Johnson, a lot of names at receiver out there. All right, right nice. very, very good class. Your last right. name. My last name. Oh, Jail give me a pat on the back for this one. Diami Brown. Diami Brown. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm keeping Jay's uh, legacy alive in the podcast for them. Good. Night. Yeah, yeah. He's a. I mean, he's another guy that I think is sort of in that middle ground between 37 and 70. So we'll yeah, see if I he agree. ends up there. But we'll see. All right, my last pick. All right, I've been curious. Who is it? I am going to take Davis Mills. I heard he could go first round. No way. That would be Pauline. That would be Pauline nuts. was saying it today. I was like constantly, constantly updating his thing. And here's what he said. I'll read. I'll remember it pretty well. He said Washington and Chicago both really like Mills, but likely not enough to spend the first rounder on him. And then he said the Patriots, if their guy's not there could very well trade back into the late 20s and then take with Mills. Like so from that 15. might, in that case, I mean, here's the thing. The problem is I wanted to go with the, I'm going to change <clears> to Sam Ellinger because I wanted to take a quarterback. And no, and they will take a quarterback. I agree they, and that. they will take a quarterback at some point. It's not going to be. I don't think, I don't think Mills is going to make it out of the second round. All right. So now all right, you've convinced me. You'll come, I'm going to switch to Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, because I'm thinking I, they're going to take fourth or fifth round. I think they're targeting a quarterback. Jamie Trask, Newman, I think some guy they could like, or a guy they could like. Yeah, interesting. Trask is probably gone. Mond is probably gone. Mills, I guess now you're saying is skyrocketing, is probably gone. Well, Mond and Mills apparently are battling it out right now for QB6. Because I've seen the top Behind five. Trask. Oh, no, no. But, no, behind okay. Trask uh, would be seven or, Lance, or eight. Or interesting. Very interesting. Trask has had not done himself any favors this offseason or even with the last season, even though he had Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. I don't know how you screw that up. So so Sam Ellinger is going to be my pick. Uh, what about Shane Buchel? Another guy. Another guy. Play? I think it's a late, I think it's a seventh round pick, though. I, they're going to take a flyer at some point. So I feel pretty good no, about it. No, the quarterback Ellinger. will be drafted. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel confident with that, too. All right. So here are the, the 10 names Max has as likely. Actually, I'm going to go in order of who we picked. Uh, so if you're keeping track at home, these are the 20 guys we think are most likely to be Philadelphia Eagles at the end of the draft. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of embarrassing if we don't hit two of these, Max. I I would hope so. Two of the 20? All right, we had JC. I, I can live with the second round. That's not hitting because the, yeah, the, the, the hurts pick happened last time. I think if we're going to we, hit the first round. It's if tough we miss, to. If one of us, we have 20 names right now. Yeah. If one of us misses, I'm going to be very disappointed in us. All right, let's see. 
in order of the top 20, we think are likeliest. J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, Jalen Waddle, Quiddy Pay, Rashawn Slater, Devonta Smith, Christian Barmore, Aziz Ojolari, Nick Bolton, Elijah Vera Tucker, Kadarius Toney, Asante Samuel Jr., Rashad Bateman, Terrace Marshall Jr., Eric Stokes, Carlos Basham, Quinn Myers, Miners? Miners. Miners, Nico Collins, Diami Brown, and Sam Ellinger. Whew. 20 names. We'll see. <laughs> Fun exercise. One right. We, I think we'll get first round. I, the problem is there's not a lot of names first round the Eagles could possibly be looking at. I think it's no, like exactly. six max. I mean, at, at 12, it's like 12, close to four or five. That, yeah. And depending on how far down the guy, I can't see them going too far down, but, but we'll see. Okay. I got some questions on Instagram last night. We're going to run through these as we wrap up the pod. A little shorter today because we're not going through uh, any Wednesday's sort of gonna be a long one. mocks. And we're going to have – you're going to have a full 32-round mock on Wednesday as well as a seven-round Eagles mock and some more talk about these prospects. Maybe we'll Probably go through some this. rumors, honestly. We might go through this snake draft again with uh, with Donovan and, uh, Jay. and Jay. Things um, could change too, especially if you hear a rumor come out. Yeah. Okay. So here are the questions I did not answer – Yesterday on my Instagram, uh, who are some day three guys that you love? I'll kick it to Max, who probably knows better than I do. Oof, a few. I'll give you three names, Snader. Perfect, perfect. And one is a either third round or fourth round guy, but Minnesota cornerback Benjamin St. Just love him. He's a Gannon cornerback, got that long arms, big vertical. Oh. Gannon's defense, he would be so good. But that's that's one of my – I think he's going third round, though. So I'm going to put him as one of my names. Um, Kendrick Green in round four. He's an offensive guard from Illinois. The Eagles wait till round four to address the offensive line. That's a guy I like. And honestly, let's kick it back to the quarterbacks. A developmental quarterback I like in the seventh round, Ian Book. Notre Dame Ian quarterback. Book. He's name. got that mentality. Might as well take a flyer on him, see if you can get anything out of him. Good name. Okay, let's see. We talked about sleepers. Uh, how would you feel about this draft plan? Say at 12, we pick Horn or Farley. I don't think Farley would go 12, no, but let's, let's say Horn. Horn. And at 37, we get Tony, Kadarius Tony, or a Terrace Marshall Jr. Yeah, it's a win. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think we both really like Horn, and I'm a big fan of, of Terrace Marshall. I, I, I like think... Tony as well, but yeah. Apparently, Marshall has a little bit of injury problems. That's the one thing that's mm. concerning teams. But it's not a big enough concern to drop him out of, like, the second round. For some reason, Embiid is playing tonight. So. What do you mean, some reason? Rest him, man. We got the thunder Whoa. coming in. Let the guy sit. Shouldn't be playing more than 25 minutes or something. All right. Nah, they'll blow him out anyway. Danny Green and Mike Scott are not playing. So That's a win. Well, Cork they're not Danny Green, but Mike Scott not playing. Mike Scott. Win. Yeah. Ben Simmons is back, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Israel Mukamu? Late round guy. I don't really, I haven't really watched him that much. He's versatile, which the Eagles could like. He can play cornerback and play safety. Special teamer. Very good for the Eagles. Would not be mad if they threw a sixth rounder on him. Represented by Lean Steinberg, by the way. If Pitts drops <clears throat> to eight, do you think we trade yes. up? Yes. yes. Yeah, I would definitely I, do it. I don't know if we. I don't know if the Eagles would, but I. I, I would throw, if Pitts is at eight, I would throw a first and second round pick to get to eight. Interesting. That being said, he's not going to get to eight. Yeah. Do you think Sertan makes it to twelve? We talked about this a little bit. Not, no. No, I would say no. By ten and a half, man, I'm slamming the under. 
Do you think we get Sertan? Same question. Probably not. Slightly, no. slightly better odds because we could trade I put, up. If we're putting it percentage-wise in the trade-up for Sertan, I'd say probably right now, based on what we're hearing, 25 to 30%. Here's the thing. I don't think they're going to be upset taking uh, J.C. Horn. So I don't, no, see, I don't think they will either. And, and I think the second round receivers are good enough that they, I don't think they're going to feel it's a It's more huge the fact that let's say, let's say that, you know, you have the three quarterbacks going off the board, top three, five and four, five and six, no quarterbacks. Seven, let's say, <clears throat> let's say that um, Patriots come up, take Fields or Lance. And then we've even heard the Panthers could still take a quarterback. I don't think they will. What happens if the Panthers take a cornerback at eight? Then you have the Broncos there at nine. Let's say they take Sertan and Dallas takes Horn. Both those cornerbacks are off the board, even vice versa. The Panthers could take Sertan and then Dallas takes Horn. You know? Right, right, right. So both those two cornerbacks could easily be off the board at 12. Again, and, and like we mentioned, there's a lot of options at cornerback in the second round for that. I mean, we, we talked about Asante Samuel Jr., we talked about Eric Stokes. I would add Tyson Campbell. Did we mention him? Yeah, no, we haven't mentioned him. Second, third round guy. Ifatu Malafanwu, Obi Malafanwu's brother or cousin? Brother. Brother. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, Elijah Molden. Kelvin Joseph has off-field problems, which is deterring his draft status. Interesting. Kelvin Joseph. Uh, somebody else asked thoughts on Kelvin Joseph, I think, down here. He's a good player. Me and Jay actually talked about him, I'm pretty sure, on one of these recent pods. It's just we both agreed that, hey, he has that draft issues like let's look at the remember that big board i sent you yeah you did yeah let me take a look yeah i'm looking at it now and carrie vincent they did they even rank him they might not even rank him they might take him off the board completely let me just hold on i'll search him up right here unless they they might have him whatever a safety i'm looking now yeah they have him they don't they haven't flagged him with anything Maybe I'm thinking of Kerry Vincent then. Let's see. Kelvin Joseph. No, I'm thinking of Kelvin Joseph, the cornerback for whatever. Yeah. Okay. Suspended for violating team rules. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's it's not see. Like crazy, but it's, it's enough for a team to say, I don't know if I'm going to take him in the second round instead of the fourth, you know? Completely unnecessary personal <clears throat> fouls, feet or jittery, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of Marco Wilson type stuff, if you know who Marco Wilson is, the Florida cornerback. So, remember the, do you remember the clip last year of the Florida cornerback taking the kid's shoe and throwing it across the field? Yes. Marco Wilson. Keep it on him, though, late rounds, 6 7. All right. Here we go. Uh, do you think it's possible to get Horn at 12 and then trade back up to the first for Bateman? Yeah, we've mentioned yeah. that. Definitely possible. I don't think I'm they not, will. I don't know if Bateman will be there. Yeah, nor do I. But Horn at 12 and then trading back up is definitely a possibility. You ready to draft another QB with a 12th pick? We referenced at this beginning of the pod. They're not They're not taking a quarterback. Yeah. Um, would be cool with Ertz in a trade package to move up. I mean, I would be cool with Ertz doing anything with Ertz. I, they right now, he's just something for him, honestly, at this point. Rotting value right now, but yeah. Uh, yeah I'd even trade him for a next year for like a sixth, fifth round pick, as you said earlier. Yeah, that's a good point. Next year, fifth would be perfect value. Like the draft, the draft's going to be deeper next year with all these players coming out instead of they because they didn't come out this year. Yeah. 
So uh, let's see. That's almost all the ones I hadn't answered. Is Jalen Hurts the answer at QB? Not a draft question, but I mean, I think we've been clear about our thoughts on Hurts this whole offseason. We think he's strong player. Let's see what he has. Way too early to appoint him anything right now. So there's no reason to. Yeah, I agree. It's stupid. I mean, it's quote unquote an open competition. Sirianni wants competition, it's not mad at it. it. Hurts is the quarterback. Like, it's not really. Unless yeah, we're gonna get to see, draft fields, we're gonna get to see Hertz for a year, and then we'll we'll uh go from there. We'll go from there. Okay, that's all the questions I had. Anything else you want to add, Max? Before we wrap it up, keep this one kind of short. I mean, nothing crazy. I wouldn't even say this one's really that short. We got forty-five minutes of good talking. That's a good point. Good point. <clears throat> I th- I mean, I think we hit a lot a lot of topics. We're gonna come back on Wednesday, and we're gonna talk about a mock draft, full first round mock draft. Yeah, I think. Let's see if we have any other nuggets we can include. Uh, one through a seven round Eagles mock draft. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need to talk about, I think we're all, we're all that night going to make our pick. Yes. The prediction for, uh, for the first round right now. I mean, a subject to change, obviously for Wednesday right now, I would say JC Horn. Mm, I would probably have to agree with you there, but I mean, I think this is a little behind four baseball. guys. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those four guys. So I think it's going to be the top either Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Horn, Sertan, though. That's my, like, I don't see how they go out of that group. And I think at least one of them will be there. I've got six guys on my board that I think are options at 12. It's, it's Sertan, Horn, Waddle, Smith, Slater, Slater. Pay. I don't even think they'd go pay as much. I think they would take Slater over pay. Yeah, I think they take Slater. I would be happy with Slater. Slater's a safe pick. I think they take Slater over Smith. Which would cause an uproar in the fan base. I don't, oh, yeah. No, no. The amount of fire. We already get so many fire Howie comments. You know how many, yeah. fire, how many com, yeah. fire Howie comments we would get at that time? Which happened? I don't want to. I mean, we Slater, can keep... but if you think about it, Slater <laughs> is the safer pick. I, I think Slater's a better pick than Devonta Smith. Look, we don't have to. You I know what? Let's do better. I, let's do five minutes on Devonta Smith and then we'll wrap up. Here's what I'll All say. Right. Yeah. People, I, I always hear people <clears> saying, like, you know, first of all, 100% agree. Devonta Smith has the exact mentality that you want, both in Philadelphia and in the NFL. He is the type of guy I want on my football team. He is a dog. That guy competes hard. He is one of the most productive wide receivers in college football history. Yeah, we're not knocking him for any of that. He is a great football player. And if he comes to the Eagles, I will be excited and I'll be super intrigued by what's going to happen with him, especially with Nick Sirianni as head coach. Here's the problem. I think he is a risky prospect. He is an outlier. There's nobody who's ever been his height and weight that has been successful, like highly successful in the league. I think one of the comps I saw was Torrey Smith instead of body size. Let's see how much Torrey Smith made. Torrey Smith, no, not even close. But but no. Torrey Smith, six foot two oh five. Torrey uh, Smith tweeted about him though. I look. The problem is, again, we've mentioned this. Jalen Waddle is a small guy. Jalen Waddle is five ten. And I think 170, 5'10, 180. Okay. He's not big. The difference is A, he's got more muscle on his body, number one. And number two is that he's much faster than Devonta Smith. And that's the problem is that Devonta Smith is a guy who relies on creating sub- separation through crisp route running and not getting a lot of contact in these routes. Now, he's done a great job playing at that frame. He knows how to play at 160, 170, really 166, 170. He doesn't get hit a ton. I'm not concerned about injuries with Devonta Smith. I know people who should be. I mean, look, I I wouldn't be surprised if you're saying, hey, I'm staying away from Devonta Smith. I don't think he can play at 166. He's going to get injured. 
that's fine. I, I believe you. I, I'm not concerned about it. He hasn't, I think he knows how to play at that frame. I don't think he gets hit all that much. And, and I think he's been durable in college, so there's no reason to. So I, I think the bigger problem is just that NFL cornerbacks are not college cornerbacks, right? You put a cornerback one on Devonta Smith. He is not going to do anything against that being said though, real quick, just going to the cornerback in the NFL and college football yeah in college football they don't press you as much right so he, that'll be easy for smith to kind of get off the line yeah, and you yeah. know do his thing i think he projects as he, i think he probably ends up in the slot and he's gonna have to continue to improve his route running to the point where it's so crisp i mean like here's it we saw jerry judy last year was the best route runner in the class he, he didn't did. have a great rookie season he dropped a lot he's of a passes great player i mean that being said drew locks also was quarterback yeah i mean look Again, I'm not trying to knock him on his bed. I think he's going to be a solid, productive receiver in the league. But, he, I mean, you're not getting Justin Jefferson here. Like, you're not getting uh, – I, I just – I would be worried about taking him. Even if he turns out well, I just think the risk is high, and the Eagles need to hit on this pick so badly. And, yeah. I, look, I heard – I was listening to a podcast today, and I heard somebody mention that Smith torched J.C. Horn, which is, like, kind of true. Uh, the problem is one, it was last year. It wasn't this year. So Horn significantly better player this year than he was last year. He struggled last year. He took that game against Alabama where he did get picked on a little bit and he made improvements to his game. One of those improvements that he made was that he was a lot more physical last year, this year than he was last year. If he played Devontae Smith this year, I think he would have a lot more success against him. You know why? Cause he played Cal Pitts tough this year. Cal Pitts said he was the hardest cornerback he went against was, was JC Horn. Now, my problem with J.C. Horn is that I think a lot of that physicality and grabbiness is going to turn into flags at the pro level. And he's going to have to play, learn how to play without that. If he does, you know, he's still a great player. But look, Devonta Smith beats him on a couple of good routes. But he's not like burning J.C. Horn on these nasty routes. It's just J.C. Horn has bad leverage. He's not playing Smith well. He's going after the ball. He's getting beat on on slants. He's not using his hands at all. Like, like watch the film on that game, and you're not going to come away thinking – Devonte Smith just schooled one of the best cornerbacks in the country. You're going to come away thinking JC Horn has a lot to improve on. Then go watch JC Horn against like Kyle Pitts. And you'll say, wow, he improved on all the things that we were hoping he would improve on. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't say Devonte Smith torched, you know, I, I wouldn't say Devonte Smith torching JC Horn is evidence that he's going to be able to handle press coverage at the NFL level. I, I, I would be very, I just think that the risk factor with Smith is so high on a pick that the <clears> Eagles need to hit that I'm much more comfortable taking a guy like Slater. I know Slater is going to be good. Even if he turns into like, he's going to be a better Isaac Samalo as his, maybe his floor. Isaac Samalo is his floor. And his ceiling is what? Hall of Fame offensive tackle? So yeah. I, I, I take Slater that. Is, Slater is a safer pick than Smith, but Smith has the better upside. Yeah, I probably agree. I mean, look. It's more like, risk. I, high I, risk, high upside. Tough, I mean, because Slater's upside is also astronomically high. If we compare him to Waddle, I think Smith's ceiling higher than Waddle, floor also lower than But Waddle. I think it's so more it's like, of the Devontae Smith could, build-wise and how he plays, could turn to a Marvin Harrison-type player. You know, you want that playmaker. When's the last time the Eagles had a real good playmaker at the wide receiver position? What, Jeremy Macklin in 2014? Deshaun Jackson, maybe, in the three yeah. games that he played over the last yeah, two years. No, I, don't count, <laughs> I don't even count that. I mean, last time, the Eagles, in 2017, last time the Eagles had a 1,000-yard wide receiver that wasn't Earth was, I think, 2014. Jordan Matthews was, Jordan Matthews said 997. Yeah, I'm counting that. I'm counting that. Nope, nope, nope. J-Mad times three, baby. 
No, I do miss uh, J-Matt. As much as I miss J-Matt. No. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, look, again, like if, if we picked Devonta Smith, it'll take me five minutes to not even 10 seconds to convince myself. No, he's gonna I'll be, be very happy with Smith, like, but I'm I will not going to get mad with Slater. I'm going to, it's going to take me 10 seconds to convince myself anybody we take is going to be elite. I, I, so Smith is just going to be a little easier than everybody else. I just think that because of how he's a risky player, he's an outlier, right? He's, this is not a guy that we can say with a hundred percent confidence is going to translate to the pro level. And so because of that, I, I think you have to discount him a little bit. And I, I do, I have him, you know, I'm looking at my big board right now. I have in my, in my first tier, in my 1.1, I have Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Penny Sewell. And in my second tier, I have Justin Fields, Patrick Sertan, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, Rashawn Slater, JC Horn, and Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, all these guys in the same tier. So I, I just like, if we're picking from that tier, I'm going to go with players that I think are a little better, a little safer picks than Devonta Smith. So that's, that's all the thoughts I had. Max, any other final thoughts before we, before we head out? No, I think we covered pretty much the basis of everything, all the rumors. Had a fun snake draft type game. I'm excited for Wednesday's pod. Hopefully we'll have like a fat rumor there too. Yeah. We haven't really had a fat rumor yet. And it's pissing me off. Yeah. Even Peter King said a lot of these teams are being tight-lipped this year and he hates it. I was like, yeah, sucks. So we'll see. We'll see what we're able to put together. And then look, excited. We're going to get a new Eagle on Thursday night, maybe even two, depending if they trade back in. But uh, I, I, yeah, my very last word on this topic is going to be, I'm going to give you two guys that I mentioned on my Instagram are my guys. And Max, you can give me two as well. Two guys, two my, my guys, guys. not necessarily guys I hope the Eagles draft, but guys I really like and I'm, I'm rooting for in the next you level. Think, yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker and Asante Samuel Jr. So we'll see how it all shakes out. You got any one, one last name for me, Max, before we wrap it up? Of my guys? Yeah. I'm a big Jamin Davis guy, and I, okay. I mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Benjamin St. Juiced. Benjamin St. Juiced. Okay, great. So, folks, we are, by the way, we are now over one year of Behind the Birds. So, thank you Let's all for go. the support. We are yes, very much appreciated. Honored. We are thankful. Uh, we love you all. Continue to give us five-star ratings. We are going to try to do, we talked about, I know I teased some fan appreciation stuff uh, on the last pod or a couple pods ago. We're going to get to that after the draft. I know Max had some ideas. We definitely want to do it. We're going to catch up on some of these reviews. But uh, draft time is is a busy time. Uh, and so we're going to see if post draft, uh, we kind of, yeah, the content kind of goes down. So we definitely will have time between yep. May and July, I'd say when training camp starts. Yep. So, and, and last thing, seriously, last thing before we, before we stop, uh, Wednesday night, we're going to pod Thursday night reaction episode to the Eagles first round pick. We're going to pod that's Friday night. night. We're going to yep. do Friday night too. Friday night. I, th- if, if we're around, we can do Friday night. I think we should just, I think we should just wait till Sunday and do it all. And together. we can just, so we'll, we'll see. We're, well, we'll commit definitely to Thursday, Thursday night. night. Definitely Thursday night. And even if it's just two of us or one of us jumping on here, 20 minutes on the, on the day two guys, uh, just to get people a sense of who they are. We might do that. Cause but, there will only be one day two guys, especially if they try to decide to trade up. No, I, they've got three picks right now. I, I, I think they're going to try to hold on to at least one of the thirds. So we'll see. We'll oh, see. no, I meant the fact that they could trade up from second into the first and then also first. Uh, no, yeah, oh, most I see what picks. you're saying. You, you're most likely saying... two picks, though. Never mind. Go no, no, that. I mean, like, if you take 37 and go to 30 and then you trade 84. And then, yeah, you just have a little overvalued there. But I mean, like, let's say they use 84 like to that. get up in yeah. the first, like, from yeah. 12 to 8. And then there you go. 37 to whatever. Right. Anyway. You All get right. the gist. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time on uh, Behind the Birds.